0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Hey, this is luxury healing, baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Luxury healing means that we mind the business that pays.
1: I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyers or more. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me
0: feel good, and going places that make me feel good, and, and things that resonate.
1: Living is a luxury, don't you think? talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury, when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? (laughs) And when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know? When you're in an unhealed space and you're doing things you know, to your kids, or you're, you're not paying your child support, or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. Hi right, y'all, I am definitely here, and it is Wednesday, October twenty eighth, twenty twenty. I know it's I know it's four fifteen p.m., but you know my Tell the Truth Tuesdays are usually pretty lit because it's the only time that I have off during the week to really go to dinner or sometimes family or do anything. And so, <clears throat> yesterday was my uh, my baby sister's birthday. Um. And uh, actually, I almost forgot it was my anniversary of my divorce. So I think right now it's been, I think, like 12 years. Yeah, we we got divorced. The actual finish date was uh, the 27th, and I used to celebrate it every year. I used to, like, have, like, a party. And then it's kind of like you stop acknowledging your failures, because a divorce is a failure. Like sometimes it's it's a pressing forward, it's a moving on, but <clears throat> it's definitely a failure. And because you failed to understand the person that you were married to or you failed to uh, make them or them to love you in a way that you needed to be needed and there's just some sort of miscommunication, deception, or breakdown of trust and you can't move forward. <clears throat> so, that happened. My cousin Kim is in town from Vegas. You guys, if you paid attention on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott, M-I-S-S. Um, she, my cousin is actually from here, but she lives out in uh, Vegas. We actually visited her when we were out there staying. Uh, we actually stayed right down. The so Palms is right down the street from her. That's one of my favorite hotels out there of all time. And um, she's in town, so happy birthday to you guys. So this week was very... Um, Scorpio season-ish to me. So the Scorpio is, you know, and I talk a lot about Scorpios, but if, if you do the further research with the Scorpio, they're not just basically like these sex demons. It's not a little bit because they're a water sign, right? So they're a little bit more um, uh, deep than that. <clears throat> they are fighters. They do like to fight because that's what they do. They They retreat and then they come back and they sting you. You know, so if they can't win, they'll go away for a minute and then they come back. Uh, Scorpio is also responsible and associated with the planet Pluto, and then, <laughs> which is also about death. And then you have the death transformation, the afterlife. And I just think none of this, even if you don't believe in this shit, like none of this is a coincidence that this is all happening during the same time, which is Samhain. Some people pronounce it Samhain, but it's Samhain. And um, this is one of the holidays that we celebrate as far as, so there's the whole Persephone going back to the underworld, to Hades, and then you have um, the Day of the Dead, you have All Saints Day, uh, Dia de los Muertos in Mexico, and then you have the, the Day of the Dead for the babies, the children that did not make it, whether through uh, miscarriage, abortion, you acknowledge those children, um, Day of the Angels, we call it, <clears throat> on that day. So this all starts taking place. October 30th, 30th, November 1st, 2nd, and it ends on the 3rd. So this week coming up is a very important week, Saturday specifically, which is Halloween, which is also a full moon. So if y'all are feeling some type of way <laughs> this week, it's because there's a lot of change and transformation and healing. So Scorpio isn't typically associated with healing, but Scorpio season, which if you were to ask me in the tarot, is considered the tower card. Scorpio is the time when just everything has to fucking fall apart for it to be able to be put back together. So you have to be able to tell yourself the truth. You have to be able to um, point the finger at yourself and say, this is what I'm responsible for in this chaos. You know, I just watch and I've been watching because y'all know I'm literally in love with Mike Tyson. I've been in love with Mike Tyson since I met him in the 90s, but I was too terrified to even finish a conversation with him. Same thing with um, Jay-Z. When I met them back in the 90s, I was too, like, well, I'm not going to lie. I I said that Jay-Z was not cute. My girlfriend Cece will collaborate with this. And she's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. His his face looked 3D to me at the time, like the nose and the lips. Brilliant. I'm more of a Dame Dash kind of gal, like as far as like the intellect is concerned. So, yeah, you can go make some money, but are we going to be able to keep it? That's where the intellect comes in. Um, And so jay Z's done a wonderful job. And then y'all out here looking at uh, Dame Dash like he's insane. But if you really pay attention and listen to what that motherfucker is saying, he's on Instagram under uh, Duskin Poppington. Um, He's actually very, very smart, which is attractive. He's actually expecting um, another baby. Uh, so he had a, he had a marriage to, um, Rachel, I forget her last fucking name, but she is, um, a designer. So she's, you know, sold things to sex and things like that. They have beautiful daughters. Uh, I think Tallulah and then Ava, I mean, dropped a gorgeous model type daughter. So, um, Mike Tyson has a pod called hot boxing podcast. That's also on Instagram under hot boxing podcast. And I mean... And it's not even a transformation because Mike Tyson is a cancer. So Mike Tyson, I've studied everything to do with Mike Tyson just because when you look at someone that um, is perceived as such a monster, as many of y'all have perceived me over the years, and you look and see, like, what was the thing that happened or what was the series of events that happened that made you say, I'm doing this all wrong. Um, And so a lot of the shit that Tyson says is fucking profound, right? So. When he was doing um, The Undisputed Truth, I literally, like, he was not selling out at the time. And I, every time I would try to be somewhere to see it, um, I would be out of town or wouldn't be playing that day or whatever because I just wanted to see him because it was basically a monologue of him sitting on stage talking about his life. And so the, the interview that everyone's raving about is the one that he just did with Lil Boosie. Now, y'all know Lil Boosie is ignorant as hell. I don't know where he's from in the south or somewhere. I mean I love Lil Booty in the sense of like he is that raw energy. He is either if he was a tarot card, he'd be the fool card because his journey is just beginning. You know, he does not know, he does not mean to say It's not that he doesn't mean to say. He doesn't understand that what he's saying is offensive to people and perhaps none of your fucking business. So if you guys don't remember, he had that comment about Dwayne Wade's daughter, which was a boy uh, age 12 or 13, and he just had this comment, which Boosie has eight children, as does Mike Tyson. So Mike Tyson had him on the show. And he's just so evolved. Like, he's just like, what would make you talk? Why? W- why would you care to comment on somebody else's life or somebody else's kids? And he just, you know, and the way that Tyson dealt with him was very an older brother. And basically he was like, you know, I'm 54 years old. You 37, you a baby, nigga. He was like, you don't even know what's going on. And so the way he started breaking down um, how when you let anger guide your moves, the person that caused you the anger is actually your master. And so although I've never placed it in that form, one of the, the funniest things that I do is not react the way people think I'm going to react, okay, including my child. My child might think that there's something that I'm going to flip out about and I'm actually kind of cool about it because I'm looking at the thought process that went behind what you did so or, or what you said. So watching an evolved Tyson have this conversation, he's not like a Confucius, he's not like a, like he's telling you, like, I ain't shit, the same shit you saying, I'm thinking the same thing. And so cancer, again, is the cardinal water sign, where Scorpio is not. So cancer is always the the motherly healing portion of um, the Zodiac, if you get them in a healed space, myself included. So I had several conversations this week. Like this week was actually like a spiritually booked and busy week for me. Um, I don't like to tell people that I do readings or that I do any type of workings or anything like that, because I'm from the tribe that is just very private about that. We don't talk about that. It's not, but it's weird because people know. So let me just tell you how spirit works. So I did a reading for a girl and I've, to this day, I don't think I've ever done a reading where the person didn't walk away misty-eyed or crying. And, and we're talking about, so it's hard for me to read people that I actually know, know, like personally, like my nieces, like I can get a good read, but they don't cry because it's, they, they know that what I'm about to tell them is the truth. Whereas someone that doesn't know me where I'm pulling a card, they're like, yo, she really just read my whole life and I'm upset because it's something that I thought, like, you don't know. Like I've literally had spirit tell me like, yo, is she pregnant by her side, dude. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, um, are you, like, do you understand what I'm saying? I've had people, you know, yelling in my ear, you know, you a lying-ass bitch. And I know it's not for me. And then I have to regurgitate what I'm being told, and then, you know, someone else starts crying and say that's the last thing someone so said to me before he got killed. Like, so shit like that, when you start realizing how important these messages are, I started questioning myself, like, I need to talk to somebody about this because I know it's not that it's not normal. None of us are normal. What is that? But I have, like, some level of, I would never say I of a medium, but, you know,
0: something's going on.
1: So I um, had a conversation with the one girl. She's moving in the direction she needs to go. I had another conversation with another young lady that I met. All of these people I met at the wedding that I was at three weeks ago. All sisterly. All It's all a sisterhood. It's beautiful. And I could tell initially that she was frightened of me. Like, she was like skeptical, you know. So we were um, going to do a live, and we're going to, you know, do some things. She's actually a midwife in Brooklyn, and we're talking, and she didn't want me to read her. So we were just having conversations about things, and she says, you're so maniacal. Like, how could you think like that in these situations that you're in? And I said, because when I don't think like that, I get hurt. Or when I don't think like that, I don't like to be blindsided with information, with, um, you know, any type of violence or chaos. I don't like to be blindsided why I take a lot of time. That's why I can't date a bunch of people is because it's like, yo, I'm not even finished diagnosing this motherfucker over here who could potentially be more dangerous than this person over here. Cause obviously if you're coming to me, you need a healing. There is no, and it's funny because she said, she posed a question to me. She says, why can't you just date somebody that's healthy? And I said, well, honey, because I'm not healthy. And so if I date someone that is completely healthy he's not going to be able to help me, right, because he's not been to the depth of pain or whatever that I have been. I'm not going to be able to receive anything he's saying because I've never been that happy. So that doesn't mean that when I'm in my relationships that I'm unhappy. I'm very happy with the person that I'm with, whether it's Unc, whether it was somebody else. I'm very happy. I feel very loved. I feel, you know, not with Unc, but but I feel protected in most of my relationships. Um, and protection isn't just, Physical protection is I need to know that if somebody says something that you on it, like the fuck you mean, you know, I need to know that if I'm telling you that I'm being stalked, that you are prepared to do something about that I need to know that if I'm telling you that someone is slandering my name, which is costing us money, because people are not buying product that week at an exponentially lower rate. Than what they were, I need you to handle that. So whatever the fuck that means to you. So when these things are not done, this puts me in a position where I feel unprotected. Now my pussy is dry. I can't suck no dick. I am unattracted to you. And then as time goes on, it gets to a place where my body will just completely reject you, like to the point where I'm like, I don't even want you to touch me because we're not as close as we were. We're not bonded. And it's because of you. Not because of anything I have did, it's because of you, and so my mom used to tell me back in the day she used to say, "If I give you enough rope, you'll hang yourself with it, and so I learned not to hang myself. The exact thing that you think I'm gonna fucking do, I'm not gonna do it' oh, she's gonna go crazy at this, this 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 no, and so I guess what Mike Tyson said, you know the person that can cause you to get angry and out of character for me, that's really not out of character that is your character. So the person that can actually pull that character out of you, that's your master. That's the person that gives the power, that has the power. That's why even in raising my own child, I had to desensitize him from the word nigger, right? Not saying nigga, nigga, nigger in the house, but just saying if someone calls you that, what is the actual connotation of that word? Or if someone calls you a faggot. A faggot is actually a bundle of sticks. That's if you was to look it up, that's what it is. So if my son was being called these names that I know for a black man, especially are extremely harsh and sensitive, especially, you know, for boys that have been raped or abused that really don't know how to verbalize that. So whether it was your family member, you know, we have a large portion of black men that have been raped by women or raped by their uncle or somebody like that. And so, and I said this before, they think, you know, so when a guy tells me like, Oh yeah, I had sex when I was nine or I was 12 when my baby said nah, baby, and she was how oh, old? Nah, you was raped. And then what do they do? They turn around and they do the exact same shit with a 17-year-old girl, 18-year-old girl, and they 30 and 40 years old. That's still rape. The day and 18, it's rape. And technically it is rape because you know mentally, I don't give a fuck how mature I was at 18. I, it, it's not the same, you know, and, and those are battles that I'm not trying to fight. So I have to desensitize my child from these words because my son is large. Okay, this is this is a kid and he's an Airy, you know, this is a kid that could SWAT somebody if that's what he wanted to do. But I have to train him to be nonviolent because that's what everybody expects you to be at this size. Six foot, two hundred pounds. That's what you expect my child to smack the shit out of you for calling him a nigger. My son laughs. And he he puts it in his duly noted box. Now that's not to say that he allows it. That's not to say that he's okay with it. It's to say he's like, that's it. You know, and it's funny because when he was in the sixth grade, somebody said, called him a nigger or something. He said, that's it. I thought, he's like, I'd be more hurt if you told me I was broke or if I didn't have any snacks in the sixth grade. So I'm trying to take that power out of him because you know how many black men are sitting in jail because they got called a nigger or a faggot? A lot, right? So because I can't be everywhere all the time with my child, I need him to understand I don't give a fuck what they call you. I tell people all the time, call me what you want, just don't call me broke. That would hurt my feeling. That would suggest that I was not working, I wasn't handling my business, I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing. Um, So when you take the power out of things. So, for example, you know, this week I also learned so much from these people that I um, had meetings with, had dinner with, things like that. I learned so much. Like, so so as a healer and as someone that teaches people not so much how to Wolverine themselves, but how to navigate in their spiritual world, which is, again, why this book is so important, Black Rose Book of Shadows, and why it's taking so long is because I'm learning something, like serious divination shit, right? So now... I'm on and I'm talking to the girl and, and, and I'm telling her, I said, You are of the getty, which is right now it's getty season. So getty are the people that are next to especially in voodoo and hoodoo culture. They're the dancers, they're the, the tricksters, they're the you know, they're they're the, the party goers. And I saw this girl dance. And I said, I said, she's Getty. I'm looking at her right now. She is personification because there's a difference between your deities, your, your, you know, your personification that they're trying to, it's not a possession, but if they're identifying with you and walking with you, basically they say in African culture, Arab culture. And um, she didn't want to accept it. And I'm telling her, I'm like, honey, I'm literally looking right at you. So I go from the, the studio to my house and I have cards everywhere. And, um, she said, okay, okay, I'm ready for you to do a reading. I had been on the phone with her for two hours. I was on the phone with the other young lady for two hours. And um, so I pulled cards. Two out of her three cards was Getty, okay, dancing in fire. And I told her, I said, I get this overall sense, like, they're angry with you. Like, she, like so basically, she's a, a child of the Getty who knows what the fuck she's supposed to be doing, and she's not doing it because she's scared to walk in her own power. And she says, I really don't feel like, I said, they don't care what you feel like. You think I like waking up every day and them telling me, go get a six-foot mirror for your living room. And I don't know what that means, but I'm like, okay, well, that is what has to happen. Here, date this person. You should date this person. And we all have these conversations about our spirit guides and, and divination about how they eliminate people out of your life. And then, you know, some of the girls were like, I feel like I'm doomed to be alone. I said, that's not what it is. I said, can you imagine being an ancestor and being on the other side and watching your exact bloodline? And they're watching the person that you're with. And so you have to look at it as them saying like, we don't sanction this person because we know who this person is, what their lineage is, what their bloodline is, and what they're going to be prone to do. That is not in tune with your star player, in the words of Cat Williams, meaning you can't fuck with this person and they can't fuck with you. So it's a waste of time. So they typically get you out of there real quick. They get you out of there real quick. Now, uncle is a situation that was sanctioned because that was a cycle that needed to be completed, right? Because it started so long ago, right? Um, do I think it's, it's, it's completed? No, because there has to be an airing out. There has to be some sort of so, you know, I tell people, and I just said this last night, the difference between love and like is a sacrifice. There has been no sacrifice. So you just liked me a lot. That's fine. I made all the sacrifice, right? And you see how that's uneven and that's dangerous because now what happens is is when a person doesn't feel like being bothered with you anymore, it feels like it's such a severing because you're like, well, what did I do? Well, motherfucker, you did nothing. Really? You know, the things that you did, that meant something to you. That's not what I wanted. You didn't ask me what I wanted. You just told me what you wanted. So you see how that's not going to work? And spirit will get them the fuck up out of there. they would be like, oh, no. This is not so you guys can't be discouraged or upset when somebody doesn't want you or when it just seems like your relationship is falling apart and there's no spark left. It's because it's not supposed to be. That may not have been your sanctioned person. Y'all be holding on to memories and years and, oh, but we did this together and we bought this together. I don't give a fuck. If I'm not happy, listen, I'll burn this whole fucking shit down. Because if I'm not happy, you're not gonna be happy. The kids ain't gonna be happy, it's gonna be nothing that nobody's gonna be happy if I'm not happy, so just let me go. Leave me alone. Um, and so I had another conversation with a young lady and I posted <clears throat> and actually I talked to three of y'all this week. And so another young lady, um, and we talked a lot about Santa Muerte, which is this is around her time, you know, so it's just it's it just all just makes sense, right? And um the one young lady I had posted on my Facebook and I was like, you know, a lot of stuff comes to me with one of the images of Belelis, which was he draws the is an artist who actually draws skulls. And I actually have a piece that was given to me by my homegirl in my living room and um, at the studio. And so the girl says to me, you know, I know what you are. She goes, you're a necromancer.
0: Uh,
1: and I hate that uh, connotation because, In divination, necromancy is one of the hardest um, things to do, and it's often associated solely with bringing back the dead, raising the dead. So that's why I really never like that connotation I really didn't didn't like the word. So then as I sit there and I look at it definition-wise, I'm like, yeah, that's basically what I do and what I am. So now... This whole, because now I know what to call myself, so you guys were all obsessed with Lovecraft Country, and when Hippolyta realized what her name was and who she, who she was lineage-wise, it made her that much more powerful because now she's like, I know how to navigate within that. Because not all of us have certain gifts. Some people have 20 gifts. It's normal. You're not just confined to just one thing that you can do. Um, so that doesn't mean that, like, dead people be, like, standing at the side of my bed having a fucking conversation with me. Nah, but if I see their ancestor, they might, you know, something might be what I call on me to say. So the other day I'm up, and I'm singing this song by B.B. B. and C.C. Wine, I'm lost without you. And I can't, I literally, I sing it, like, 20 fucking times. You're talking at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, okay? I couldn't sleep. And so I'm like, I know it's not me. This is for some somebody else. So I post on it because the same something similar happened when I sang a Raheem Devon song, Black and Blue, there was a girl that was actually being physically abused and I had to help her out of that situation since probably about seven, eight years ago. So when I posted it, one of the girls that I actually met at the wedding, that wedding, so I have to shout out C-Asia and Phil, that wedding was a sorcerer's dream. It, it was a divination meeting. It, it was almost like, um, you had a 100 people in and out here and there that all had their own power, and it was like the wedding itself connected us all together, brother and sister-wise, not just for healing but for education and just learning things. Everybody that was there literally learned something, taught something, or took something away with us, okay? So all these girls mostly that I had the conversations with this week were people that I met at the wedding. So um I'm having a conversation with this girl and she says, Yeah, she goes on my page and she says, Um, yeah, my dad loves those songs and da 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 and at this point I said, You need to go to him immediately And she says, Yeah, I was going this week, he's not doing so well, da 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 And I said, Yeah, that's the other part of the gift that we don't talk about. So nobody can tell you, Oh, this person's gonna die and or, and if they do, they shouldn't. Um, because that's between them and, and the creator, right? And so, but when I get these downloads like that, it's a warning. It's someone is in between the realms. I did the same thing with Shan. When I, I told you guys, I kept trying to call Shantina, and Shantrice's number kept coming up. And I'm like, fuck, let me just call her and see what's going on, because obviously, like, my phone wouldn't even dial Shantina's number. I kept dialing Shan. And then we find out she passes a week later. So a lot of these things are going on within a seven-day period of me. So hopefully not the latter situation with uh, my girl, which she's in with her dad. But when those things happen, you have to pay attention. So now when I go back and I look at things and I say, was there a cue there? Was there something that I didn't pay attention to that I could have helped somebody or whatever? So these are all part of my job this is this is what I have to do so now I literally had just visited this girl in in New York I posted a picture with her and her daughter she had been following me for years and she's the one that was like oh you're a necromancer I'm one too and then we start talking come to realize that we both are daughters of Santa Muerte and you know it's so it's just crazy how divination brings people together okay and just it's kind of like magnets, like, so you don't know a person, but you're just like, oh, wow, you believe in the same things that I believe in. So Santa Muerte, you guys know, is um, the god of holy death, the goddess of holy death. She's mimicked after a Mexican. I can't pronounce it. begins with a name, Mitchell which I also have a painting of that custom done in my uh, my little office area from Mexico for my brother, Dion, who owns Coco Cush in Tulum. Coco Kush is actually a bar. It's not a weed. I don't smoke weed. So... Just to hear her have conversation, she says, how come you don't do reversals? And I said, well, because if I do something, I meant what the fuck I said. I stand on it, and I'm not reversing shit. Because don't come to me like, oh, this person is doing it, and then you get back with them. That's why I don't deal with anything that has to do with love. It's just like, I don't want to set a relationship with a kidnapping. I I did that one fucking time, and I promise you, that motherfucker will never, like, to the day he dies, he will constantly try to be in contact. Because now you're tethered right? So now you put energy into somebody that maybe wasn't even your person. So the better thing to do is to ask the universe, like, okay, is this my person? And shout out to whichever one of you told me to go watch the uh, Black Mirror uh, show. And it was called Kill the DJ or Hang the DJ. And it was about people that were given these like deepers at the beginning of their relationship when they went on their first date. And, when they both sat down, they both clicked the thing, and it would tell you how long you were going to date this person. So it's kind of transactional, right? So it's like it it was funny because they literally went through the motions, they dated the person, and then because the, in the end, they're trying to get to the person that they're going to spend 20 years, 30 years with, you know, 10 years with, you know, a long-term situation. And so that resonated with me a lot, how I look at relationships, Okay, this doesn't have to be forever, but what are we doing right now? Because I don't have um nothing as relationships. I don't have purely sexual relationships. I can't. I don't have um I don't have different types of relationships. We're either obsessed with each other or we're not. Okay. Because there's it's for what? For what reason would I step off my throne, stop doing what I'm doing to entertain somebody? And we weren't on the same level or we weren't trying to get on the same level. It doesn't make sense. It's a waste of time and pussy. It just, I wouldn't do it. So during Scorpio season, I said I was going to go out more because winter's coming. So we already had a botched summer, fall right, you know, so, and I have a tremendous amount of work coming up the month of November going into December. So I've been going out to eat. So last night went to Masuta Chow, totally cute Asian little cuisine fusion restaurant, rented out a little arcade pod where we could, you know, sit, play video games, shit like that. It was an opportunity to comb my hair, put on one of these cute little outfits and just, you know, just be girly, just be, you know, safe and sound and protected and hanging out. And of course, the night always ends with tequila but this time I didn't drink too much like I, you know, I was straight. And so now I remember everything that happened, which is good. And I didn't have to drive. That was another good thing. So that was good. So the the night ended so much more better than the last one did cuz usually like when you're hanging out with people, it's difficult to be better than the first time that y'all hung out or better than the last time that y'all hung out. So this time it was like super chill, you know, everybody's comfortable and that's really what you want. You know, you want to create a space where people can be comfortable to tell you anything and there's no judgment and you want to be. And I actually got put on to, like, this new show called Preacher. And so that's what I think this whole week was about for me. And so the girl that I met up in New York that I actually took a picture with, who I found out was also um, in the divination with Santa Muerte, she. Um, she was asking me why I don't do reversals, and I said, well, because if I say something, I stand on it. And so she starts explaining to me the energy transfer in doing a reversal in mirrors, and I said, that's crazy because I've been looking for this six, seven-foot mirror, um, and I can't find one that I, you know, want. It has to be, I think it's gold, like a goldish color. And because uh, I can see it, I just don't know where it is. And so Kirkland's is completely sold out. Uh, Brie Wild, who's based out of uh, Atlanta, she as soon as she gets a mirror, she sells it out or she's trying to hold one to the side for me. So I'm explaining that to her because the mirror would actually face my desk where I write. And she says, well, that sounds like a doorway. Now I'm scared and shit. Like, what you mean a doorway? You know what I mean? So when it comes to divination, typically spirit or people on the other side or whatever it is that you believe in, they don't give a fuck whether you think you're ready. Okay. They don't care about that. They just want to live. They just want you to carry out whatever it is. And that's why especially at this time you have to be careful to who you're listening to during this week because you you know the veil is thin, which means that you're going to have a lot of ancestors coming through. You're going to have a lot of, um, like downloads coming through and just like, you know, supernatural things that are happening during Scorpio season with the full moon. And then on top of that, which is watery as it is, moon moves the waters, the tide, and now you have Halloween and then we're celebrating the dead. So this technically is a big party week for me. So Sunday I have um, a Halloween party to go to. I was waiting on the rest of my costume to come in. If it doesn't come in, yeah, I know I have plenty of things that I can just, you know, throw on and I'll be fine. Um but I took Sunday off. I wanted to go to the party. I wanted to cuz I don't get to do these things and as soon as winter hits, it, it it's over for me. Like I don't leave the house. Like my my sister like I was talking to her and she's like bougie as fuck and she's out in DC, Virginia area. She's telling me about Instacart. Now this is before COVID. I was like, girl, no, I'd rather go get my own groceries, da da, da, da. Psych. I think that this winter, for that 90-day span, a bitch will be literally Instacart and shit. And I have to call the butcher, and, you know, it's soup season for me, so I'm always, like, cooking these soups. So Scorpio season is forcing us to clean up our messes. It's forcing us to make amends. It's forcing us to heal by... Looking at things and saying, what did you do in this situation that caused that person to act like that? And do you need to make amends with that person so that you can move forward from your karmic debt? Okay, I don't have, I don't owe anybody anything. I don't have no karmic debt. But when I did, I I sat still in my shit and I just I did what I did, which is why the truth is so important to me because just because I tell the truth doesn't mean there's not going to be a consequence. You know, if, if somebody says to me, like, oh, you know, I had somebody ask me about the intimate situation I was in, you know, with Unc, and I was like, but that shit is dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't seen the motherfucker, I ain't touched him, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? So that shit is dead. He knows it's dead, I know it's dead. But unfortunately, when we see each other, if we ever were to see each other again, it's it's a rekindling, it would be, because we did care about each other at one time. You know, I think we did love each other at one time, and now we don't. You know, so it's unfortunate, but that's not the motherfucker that you need to be worried about. I'm not worried. I don't give fuck what his past is or what's going on. There's a very specific reason that I'm not worried about what, you know what I'm saying, what he would do or what he thinks. A very specific reason, because he can't. So at the end of the day, and, and doing something to me or being mean to me or whatever is only going to worsen your karmic debt. Okay, I would love to sit down and have a conversation where a motherfucker was a, an adult and said, look, I understand that. Because this is the thing, and I posted this with O.G. Nunu. She's like, just because you tell me the truth don't mean I'm not going to act stupid. You know, and, and the other thing, too, is that we're adults, right? So if things change in a relationship, I'm allowed to say to a person that I'm dating, like, yo, in the beginning, that's what I wanted. I don't want that now. In the beginning, I was okay. I'm not okay with it now. But guess what? If you're with a partner, if you're with someone that, that looks at you as their equal or they respect you or they care about you, they're also allowed to say, well, guess what? What you want right now is not what I want. I want to keep shit the same. Now you have a problem. And so instead of somebody telling me the truth and saying, like, listen, things change because I made this commitment over here to do this and to be available to be able to do this, whether it was family, whether it was a job, whether it was whatever. I'm not able to do this for you here, so we need to cut it off. But no, what you motherfuckers do, you motherfuckers want to be selfish and keep your tentacles on everything. I'm not that type of bitch. I will literally just cut you the fuck off because it's not that I don't care. It's motherfuckers it's a survival. The fuck you want me to do? The fuck you keeping me around for? Leave me the fuck alone. You don't have nothing to offer, especially if you don't have nothing to offer. You don't know how to apologize properly to me because of the shit that you did. And 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 really to say thank you. Thank you, bitch, for not doing X, Y, and Z. Because based on my experience with bitches, they have done X, Y, and Z to me and you did not do that. I don't give a fuck about a contract or not. I could take that contract to court all motherfucking day long and beat it. That's not even the issue. Okay? The issue is is that sometimes people get so used to being disrespectful or getting their way that they forget that they are not useful. You are not useful to me if you're not doing anything for me mentally, physically, or spiritually. So in my next relationship, we will have to literally teach each other something. Because if I'm not learning anything from you that's tangible, that I can take and use in real life, We don't have no – and you can't learn anything from me, we're not going to make it because I've already done the thing with the money. That doesn't work. That doesn't work, you know, because especially when you have people, two people that have no respect for money, like I I could go get some money, that motherfucker's going to go get some money, like whatever, whatever, right? Money is my love language. You want to say sorry to me, bring me an envelope, and then we don't even have to talk about the shit no more. What we could talk about is what's going to happen going forward. Okay, but like I tell people all the time, when you start seeing these motherfuckers coming out the blue and people telling on people and bringing up shit from fucking ten years ago, and you know I'm in the middle of writing a motherfucking book, that's why. Is because you did not fucking apologize properly to the person in the way that they needed to be apologized to for the shit that you did. That was irresponsible. That was disrespectful to your union, okay, to your union, and you did shit that you wouldn't want the other motherfucker that you fucking went doing. Okay, like I'm in a situation where if I meet somebody, right, and they tell me this is what they're into, I'm allowed to say I'm not into that shit. And if you fucking with me, I'm not going to be into this shit. There's nothing, you, I'm not the bitch that you can trick into having a threesome. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a no. You know, I'm not the bitch that you, because threesomes require you to be solid. I just watched the motherfucker from uh, New Edition, the weird looking motherfucker, the little ET. I forget his name, Ronnie Him and his wife was into that shit. But here's the gag. This is how black men are. He was allowed to have, you know, another relationship with a woman. She was allowed to have another relationship with a woman, not a man, because y'all can't take that. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, was it really an open relationship? No. It was a one-sided relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's too much. And if you don't want to eat no pussy, ladies, don't fucking eat no goddamn pussy. Okay, don't let these motherfuckers trick you into some shit that you've seen in the porn. These motherfuckers get paid to do that. Did that motherfucker pay you to do that? What are you getting out of it other than his enjoyment? What are you getting out of it? Because any, anybody can eat your pussy, your ass, or that. It doesn't have to be a female. And I don't knock nobody that do that because I know bitches that really do that, but they like eating pussy. They like bitches and they like dudes. That's their thing. Rock on. I respect that. I'm not eating no pussy just because that's what you want to see. Now, I told you before. If we was married or we was together for all these years and we solid, then a the motherfucker, I might let a bitch do some shit and watch you and you know watch you. She can't touch me. You can't fuck her. So really, what's the fun in that? I go to a strip club with you all day. You know what I'm saying? I play, but I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't do that. I have no issue with women. You can fucking hear. You want to laugh dance on this motherfucker? Here, I'll pay it. I'll bring you there. Okay? But because I have no hatred towards women. I love women but I don't want to fuck you because you can't do nothing for me, okay? The same shit you can do, he's going to do it anyway. So there's that. So in Scorpio season, we all have to sit, and we have to sit in our truth, and we have to sit and say, you know what? I was accepting of this shit for a long time, but that's not what I really wanted, right? And 90% of the time, I don't even want the motherfucker that's attached to the chaos or that's attached to this dysfunctional behavior or or that's attached to um, this control, you will not control me. Part of control is letting a motherfucker come willingly. That's, that's one of the first pimp laws that everybody should learn is that unless a motherfucker come freely, you're not really doing shit. I don't want none of my hoes to feel like, you know what I'm saying? You know, Denise tricked me into being in a relationship. with. Nah, you here because you know you see the value in a relationship with me, if there's any value. So when motherfuckers act stupid, guess what? The way I look at it is, okay, you don't see a value in having a relationship with me. Leave me the fuck alone. That's all. Let let me, bring me back to the streets. The streets, no. <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? And I'm not made for the streets. But what I'm saying is, is that somebody else will love on me, fuck on me, eat on me, you know, try certain shit in the bed that I want to try. I want to try. Okay? And I will be happy with that. They see the value in what's going on, okay? Just like I have to see the value. I've seen value in every person that I've fucked with. And it ain't many, but I've seen value in them. That's why I stayed. I appreciated them. I, You know, I respected them. But then it gets to a point where motherfuckers start, you know, thinking like, oh, I tamed the lion, she in the house. No, I'm still a motherfucking lion, okay? I'm still going to go out and fucking eat shit and scare motherfuckers and do shit like that. Like, so you can't try to cage me. You're better off just trying to run with me. All, all right. Because if you don't, you're going to have to run from me. And that's, that's just part of it. So at the end of the day, y'all, I, um, I just love Scorpio season. I do because it's, it's a time of transformation. It's a time of um, learning about myself. Like I learned so much about myself this week. I did a lot of shit this week that I, don't think I have in fact I know I have never done um in my life which is just listen to people and just think of like different points of view and just having um rest you know I I slept this week I you know what I'm saying I started a new project this week which will actually launch on Halloween that has been in the works for about three years so you know when people upset me um I go start other businesses. I don't be in other people's business. I just go start another one. Um, so my whole thing is um, this week I want people to take the time to just be honest with yourself. You know, if, if I'm not intrigued by you anymore or if I'm not trying to diagnose you anymore, the shit is dead. You know, and, it's again, it's nothing that you can get it back. You're not going to beat me back with you. You're not going to you know, bribe me back with you. You come with an envelope at Christmas or something like that. Everything right now with my situation has to do with appreciation. I did not feel appreciated in the last situation I was with. And that's why I had to go. And it was hard. Like I was very upset about it, but unfortunately you fucking tried to play me like on several motherfucking levels. And you think that because I'm not checking you on shit, you're not my nigga. I don't, I don't, have to check you on shit. You belong to the street. Let them check you on that shit, right? But again, it's my fault because I give motherfuckers chances to do things and then you always end up, it's not that I end up getting hurt, it's just, again, I just was saying last night to somebody, it would be great for once to be wrong about a motherfucker. Whole time they doing all this shit, like I said, you don't know who is my cousin. You don't know who the fuck I'm related to. You don't know who I deal with. In business and shit again. And I'm going to reiterate this shit again because I hate liars. Motherfucker, if I'm telling you that I know X, Y, and Z, I've seen this shit with my own motherfucking eyes. I know the exact person, name, date, times. You got to stop. Like, I, I don't even want to have a conversation about the shit no more. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's really, and it's, it's disrespectful. You know, it's disrespectful. That, that's like somebody standing outside my studio. Watching the same dude walk in and out with me, hand in hand, we making out in the street, we grocery shopping together, you see the motherfucker moving shit into my crib, right? And for me to tell you that that's not my dude, or that I don't notice him, right? You would be ready to crack my face open, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, bitch, I've seen it with my own eyes, you know? Or, or you sitting there talking to one of your homeboys. One thing about me nobody ever had to worry about was a loyalty issue. You will never have to worry about me sneaking and doing some shit because, first of all, I'm not going to fucking sneak. But second of all, I don't go and I don't do shit, right? But when I do, it's hurtful. It's hurtful. For what? Why would I go do some dumb shit to make you jealous? I don't give a fuck about what you think about me because I don't think about you at all. It, it, it's not about jealousy. It's about moving on. And so a lot of men in their spirit and their heart, they can't take that when a woman is just like, okay, I gave you enough chances. Ain't no, I don't need to have chaos. Motherfucker, I told you I didn't like this. I told you that you wasn't doing this. I specifically begged you, beg. I always beg. One thing about me, I ain't no begging bitch, but I will beg you. If I'm begging you to do something, n- sir, it's the end. Like it's the end because when I go and I leave, it's like no, no, no. I I didn't have I don't have no pride when it comes to my relationships, none. Because when I leave, I don't have to come back, which is another reason why I don't do reversal work. We'll say in my in my divination is because if I make a decision, I stand on the shit. I can be wooed and swayed. I can forgive you some years later for for trying to. So the biggest issue with me, I feel like in my situation, be a motherfucker really tried it with me. Like you really tried to fucking play me. Like you really. Started out as a certain way and typically it's women. That's bitch made behavior because typically it's women that start out being like, Oh no, it's okay, you know, you know, what what's the shit that the people say, Oh, what what's understood don't need to be explained. Nah, bitch, you got to explain some shit to me. I need to know at every facet if we are growing, if we're moving forward. I know what I bring to the table. I know that it's healing energy. I have not met a man yet that didn't need that type of energy, that type of love, that type of attention, that type of, you know, understanding. Okay, and I just told somebody this week, I don't fuck with motherfuckers that, you know, got silver spoons in their mouth and shit like that. I I pride myself on fucking with my own kind. So if, if I'm healing you, you're healing me inadvertently. Because what's, what's the number one thing that what that Tell the Truth Tuesday's premise is based on? is telling the truth, so that's speaking it. I make it so that you motherfuckers can speak to me about anything, and you ain't got to worry about me ever peeing that shit. Because I'm going to turn around and tell you some fucked up shit about me. So we can sit here, we can hold each other, we can drink, we can do whatever. In the candlelight, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever we need to do. But there will be a moving forward with that, and there will be a reckoning. That is what I provide. So it's not the pussy. It's not any of that. It's the fact that, you know, when you pick up the phone and call me or text me, I answer. I don't got to answer my motherfucking phone for you. Bitch, I'm busy. And, and people don't realize, like, how hard you ride for them until you fucking perk. No. Now I don't want to see you at all. And now you just became one of the motherfucking stories. That you were so concerned about when you first started fucking me like, oh, I hope I don't ever piss you off that bad where I'm getting dragged on a show. Well, y'all all 'all all do the same thing. Going forward, I don't want that. Going forward, I need an adult. I need somebody that's going to say, okay, this relationship is important to me. It doesn't matter what other relationships I have going on. So whether it's work, whether it's school, whether it's, you know, anything. My relationship with you is important. And this goes for friendships, too. I've had friendships I didn't speak to my best friend for six years. I regret that every day because I was in an unhealed space. My mother just died. If I look up and I see and and, and you weren't there, I took that as a personal offense. I shouldn't have, but I did. I didn't see the things that she had done behind the scenes to try to communicate with me because at that point, you're done. Like, I don't want to talk. I I need to heal, right? And you should have been there. I don't give a fuck what I said. Motherfucker, you know what you're supposed to be doing. And that's how I felt. So when I was re- rekindled with her, I needed her. I needed my best friend. I needed somebody that knew about me since I'm 11 years old, knew my mama, knew my past, knew what the fuck I've been through. Because to meet new people and to have to explain that shit, it hurts. I don't want to, I don't feel like fucking doing that. Cause then you're never going to really be my friend. Cause I'm not going to tell you what I did when I was 11. What happened to me when I was nine, I'm not going to tell you that. Cause I don't fucking know you. I don't trust you bitches. So I need it, my friends, okay? So it's the same thing when you're dating somebody. You know, you become intimate. Intimacy is speaking. Intimacy is talking. It's not just sex. And if I get to a place where I'm having sex with you, oh, no, we're together. now. what the fuck are you talking about? You ain't going to worry about me going to fucking other people because that's disgusting to me, number one. But number two, it's just I don't like the sharing of energy because the work that I do, even with the people that I love and even with the people that I'm dating, is important. How would you like me? So, so here's what's funny, because you men are all fucking hilarious with this. So you want to know how women typically because we're these innate creatures, right? Know that you're fucking with other people is because your energy shifts and changes. You guys never keep the same pattern, you start doing dumbass shit, your energy shifts, you don't want to be around us because you're a lying ass bitch, and you feel guilt. If you feel guilt, bitch, pay me for it. Okay? Because what's going to happen is you're going to continuously fucking suffer without me just even in your life on any fucking level. I promise you, I can give you a portfolio full of motherfuckers, male and female, that's fucked up right now. Because they did not handle me the proper motherfucking way. And it's not just about money. It's about you fucking tried it. You tried it. And this ain't witchcraft. This ain't hoodoo voodoo. This is just a universal. You will not Until you do right by me Everything you touch Go motherfucking crumble And I have decreed that And it is so many times And it's a fucking fact A fact The motherfucker that was married last year Before I started um, dealing with uncle or whatever That motherfucker caught COVID Lost his fucking job Okay Like damn near lost his marriage Almost lost his house Has no income at this point And do I think that's all because of me? No. But do I think that it's because you fucking led with deception? 100%. 100%. So now I I applaud him, though, because you know why? That motherfucker reached out to me not that long ago and was like, yo, I just want to say that you opened my eyes to a lot of shit. Because I warned him. I said, you're going to fuck around and do this to the wrong bitch that's going to come to your house down there on Hendrix Lane over there in Atlanta, where my cousin live at, around the corner from you. And your wife And when people realize that So when people realize that you could touch them Now it's a fucking problem Okay You're not untouchable Nobody is I'm not untouchable But I don't do people fucking filthy I would never If I owe somebody some money I would never hold that money If I owe somebody some money here You're going to get your money That's not even even in my DNA To fucking beat somebody out of some money That's not even an issue but because of what you've done, it you served of no purpose because you didn't even make the money that you thought you was going to make because you were a fucking liar and you do too fucking much. You did too much. And so now it's not even an apology. We ain't got no relationship talk. We ain't got no fuck talk. We ain't got, I don't give a fuck what them cards said. What I can tell you is, is that, like I said, if, if sometimes I care and then now I don't. It's just it's that easy. I didn't get what I wanted. You did, though. So there's a price that you're going to have to pay until I feel like we even. So until such time, I don't got shit to say to you. Unless you coming to me with a bag, a crown royal bag, a brown bag, an envelope, something to be like my bad about the way that shit happened. I promise you shit ain't going to be sweet. Don't fucking talk to me. Don't come to my job. Don't do none of that shit. Okay. And it's not about me moving on with somebody else. That's not what this is about. But best believe if I moved on with somebody else, it's a better motherfucker than you because you made it very easy. I don't make it easy for hoes to take my job. I, I don't make it easy for you bitches at all. I'm sorry. I apologize. I tell you dating a motherfucker after me is like going on stage after motherfucking Patti LaBelle <laughs> after Luther Vangels. What the fuck you going to do? That's, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be the showstopper. And again, It's not sex. It's not nothing to do with that. It's the vibe. It's the way that I care for you. It's the way that I love on you. It's the way that I love you in this moment. It's the way that I love you in this moment. Y'all know how I feel about love. Everybody always want to start listening to the shows when they first start fucking with me and they don't realize if you go back a year or two, I don't give a fuck about love. Love is not my friend. I try to stay out the shit as much as I can. So if I actually did love you, that's dangerous for you, buddy. Because that means that I allowed you, that I allowed myself to be vulnerable and I allowed you to get that. So now with that same uh, energy, now you have to go. You know, and so some shit, you just, you wanted this shit to be dead. I don't understand, especially during the death season. Like, shit is dead. It's nothing, I can't do nothing with you. Because you lie. You don't want to tell the truth. And, you know, you know a motherfucker will know that he's caught and he don't know which bitch told on him, so he, you know, he accosts all of them. And then when they all lie and be like, oh, I didn't, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, I never told nobody about our our conversations, none of that, I would never do that. They don't realize that the person, this is what I'm trying to tell you, which is what makes me a scary-ass bitch, is they don't realize that the person that is telling me this shit is literally not, Understanding that that is who The fuck I fuck with So they're literally telling me themselves And not realizing that the person That I was speaking about is the same Person that they be texting <laughs> So it's like it, 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 no, no shade against her or the other chick. T- it's just like you motherfuckers Are just really you, you guys do too much you, you do too much And I don't even talk to these motherfuckers enough For it to be like, I'm sure that I'm the last person on their mind that they would think was dealing with that person, which is also embarrassing within and of itself. Because the conversations that we've had about motherfuckers like you. So, again, it's it's like me. Like, if I know that I'm busted doing some shit, which I've never experienced that because I don't feel the need to lie to you motherfuckers. I don't fear you motherfuckers, so I'm not going to lie. If I ever was just caught, I would just shut the fuck up. I wouldn't say shit. I would just be like, okay, all right, I, I, you're right. I don't, you know, you don't owe me this amount of money because of the fact that the shit that I asked you not to do, you didn't do, but I did. You're right. Just give me back this, and that's that. Cheating is constituted as anything that you wouldn't want me to do, okay? And you did it. And then keep lying about the shit. I don't even give a fuck. It ain't my dude. I don't care. I care about the fact that you don't want to tell me the truth. And it's not even about the money. If you just told the truth about it, get your whole thing, I don't give a fuck. Okay? During Scorpio season, it's the time to mend your bridges and stop lying. Scorpio, listen, Scorpio season got a way of just pulling shit all the way the fuck out. I don't give a fuck about the women. I don't give a fuck about nothing. I give a fuck about the fact that I'm being lied to by somebody that would tell me that they love me, and I know that's a lie, too, at this point, okay? So it's just like your kids. Oh, but, you know, but when you have kids and you know you saw them fucking dump the pancake mix on the floor. They're four years old. Mama, I didn't do it. I didn't do it, Mama, I swear. And be serious. Really be believing. You know why little kids lie? They don't want consequences. Okay? Scorpio season is about take your consequence. There might be something beautiful on the other side of the consequence. It might be a learning moment. It might be a teaching moment. It might be a moment when you say, yeah, I did do that. You're right. You know, but so what? You know, I, you know, whatever. We wasn't speaking, whatever, whatever lie you you, you niggas need to say. And say, but I care about you enough. That the communication and relationship with you because I did care about you because I did. That sounds better than just know I didn't do that. Okay. That sounds better. And again, going forward, I, you know, I can appreciate anybody that tells me the truth. I love it. But again, that doesn't mean I'm not going to change my mind or act fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could have a motherfucker all day be like, yo, I'm in an open relationship. They know what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not in an open relationship. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how that's going to work. But what I can tell you is I respect somebody that would say something like that because then you're actually giving me the choice. Because eventually I know that that's not a situation I could be in. Um, And, That's not a situation that's going to make me happy. But the hedonist in me is like, but if I'm getting everything that I wanted, okay, who the fuck you go home to is none of my concern. But now on the flip side, I also know that I would not be afforded the same type of relationship. There's no way. There's no way. Mm -mm. Black men can't take that. They say they can, but they can't. Okay. I wouldn't be able to do it. I got two motherfuckers touching me. I love two of y'all. No, you can't do that. Which is why it's so devastating to me when someone else does it to me. Thinks that I don't know. Okay. You guys, I hope you are having an excellent Scorpio season. I want to say that Roe James is a Scorpio. I'm pretty sure that he is. This is one of my favorite songs by him. And I can't believe this song is like four or five years ago. I was supposed to go see him up in Toronto. He has some new materials, some new music out going forward. After Scorpio season, we get ready to start gearing up for Sagittarius season, which, you know, Sagittarius is all about that fucking money. And then Capricorn season, one of my favorite seasons because it's my opposite season, the father of the Zodiac. So I'm the mother of the Zodiac, Cancer, father is Capricorn, much more cardinal signs, much more easy-peasy compartmentalized um, season. So going forward you don't need nobody's permission to be who the fuck you are. You don't need nobody's permission to move on. You don't need anybody's permission. You really don't even need anybody's apology. But I feel like when I'm dealing with the gods, right, and some some men are gods, some women too, not all, but some. And so when I see that in them, I speak to the god in you, right? That's a gift. I ain't did nothing to you. There's a consequence for fucking over other gods. You can't do that. Right? Because when you do that, now you've offended every deity, ancestor, God that fucks with me. I promise you you won't make it out. Okay. That's why literally I keep my slate clean. I don't fuck with people. I see people every single day that I could just if I really wanted to, just rip their soul out, pour it on the ground, piss on it, and put it back in their chest and they still love me. That's too easy for me. I would never do that. It's wrong. It's wrong. I know that the guys do things because that's what they want to do, but it's wrong. I don't like easy pray. I don't like pray at all. I like equal opportunity. And so if I'm dealing with somebody, especially in a physical way, I'm looking at you as my equal, if not better than me, because I know that maybe you can teach me something and I'm entrusting you with this little poom poom I got here. You know what I'm saying? That we are um, we are engaging in this, right? So – When you are dealing with people that are literally not asking your permission to disrespect you, because I didn't give you permission to disrespect me, I didn't do that to you, it leads to a karmic debt that is owed. I don't owe nobody nothing karmically. Because when I did, my life was fucked up for years. This shit going seven-year cycle for years. And every time something happened to me, I knew literally to the T exactly where that came from. I knew exactly where it came from. So, guys, I'm going to leave you with this favorite Roe James song of mine. It's a little oldie, but it's a goodie. ah.
0: Uh. I'm gon' give me that green light. You can let your head hang down, but only if it feels right. Oh, oh. that green light, green light, don't you say no Baby, I can't stop, won't stop, do you say no Give me that green light, green light